Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Simply means you were here some time ago, but now you are here. Hallelujah. And it's, it's, it's a very painful situation. Hallelujah. If you are spiritual, when you see people backslide, you feel for them. Hallelujah. When you see people fall back from where they were before, it's very painful. Hallelujah. You see, and I was sharing with you that don't be deceived. Those who say once saved, forever saved, it's not true. Hallelujah. If once saved, forever saved, then Satan will have been in heaven. You can lose your position. He was in heaven, but he was cast down. Hallelujah. So that is why the Bible is very emphatic on it. It says that he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Hallelujah. So don't, don't, don't think that because you were born again, you were a Christian some time ago. If you don't become an active Christian, you will lose your salvation. Hallelujah. So we must actively maintain our salvation and our work with God. Hallelujah. Because there is nothing like once you are a Christian, forever a Christian, you can backslide. Hallelujah. And when you backslide and the Lord comes, you will miss it. Hallelujah. And like I've been telling you, if you are a Christian, one of your aim for being a Christian, or not one of your aim, your major aim, your major aim of being a Christian is to make it to heaven. Somebody hear me? I say your major aim is what? Say, say, I want to go to heaven. Say, I want to go to heaven. Yeah, that's your aim. Yeah. If, if you're a Christian and you don't make it to heaven, what's the use? There's too much wahala in this world that you should not add hell to your, your problems. Oh, yeah. There's too much problems in the world that don't add hell to your problem. Hallelujah. Yeah. And hell is real. The, those churches that don't preach about hell, hell is real. And hell is not your job. I'm going through hell. That's not, your job is not hell at all. Neither is hell your husband. No, those are not hell. Or hell is not your school. Man, this school is hell. This class is hell. No, it's not hell. You don't know what hell is. The Bible said, over there in hell, the worm diet not. There is burning. Brimstone. And if you don't believe in hell, please change your mind because it will be a mistake to find yourself in hell. It will be too late. The worm diet not. Hallelujah. There's nothing of teeth. So, that is, you see, 
is so frightening that God sent his son to come and die. That's the price God paid so that you don't go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody, the value you place on things depends on how much you paid for it. That's why some of you will say that, don't touch it, don't touch it. You know how much I paid for it? Don't touch my, don't touch my phone. Because you paid a lot for it. Don't touch that shoe. But if you didn't pay much for it, it doesn't, it doesn't mean much to you. Hallelujah. And, 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 and the price that was paid for hell was the price of God's own begotten son. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Where the worm dieth not. And the fire, look. And the fire quenched not. How many here, how many here that one day you were cooking and the hot oil or some fire burned you before? Huh? Lisa, what was it? Huh? You were cooking yam and what burnt you? The oil pop? How was it? And where did it hit? Just your hand. Just your hand. So can you imagine if you had cut your own arm and then your leg and your head and your whole body where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Hallelujah. So we must do everything to avoid hell. Is somebody here with me? No, a Christian. Look, as a preacher, look, I want you to prosper. I want you to marry well. I want you to have good children. But that's not my aim. My aim is that so that when you, that you do not go to hell. Because that's the price God paid. No matter what I do, my aim is that you don't go to hell. Hallelujah. That is why you should not insult anybody. Go to hell. <laughs> you don't know what you are talking about. You hear people say, you can go to hell. <laughs> no, you don't know what you are talking about. Hallelujah. The fire is not quenched. And the worm dieth not. Hallelujah. So, we're talking about backsliding. That's why Jeremiah was always weeping. So, we call Jeremiah the weeping prophet. The prophet, because he saw the backsliding state of Israel. And he began to cry, say, hey, you have to backslide. To backslide. You are like somebody who has a fountain of living water coming. And then you just abandon it and go and say that, I don't like this fresh water. I am going to fetch my own water. And you take a bucket that has holes in it to go and fetch the water. That's how you are. Jeremiah said to backslide, you are like a bride. You are like a bride, a woman, that on her wedding day, when everybody has said, let's welcome the bride, you come in a t-shirt and pajamas. Everybody will think you are mad. Can you imagine on your wedding day, shall we welcome the bride? And then the bride comes in a t-shirt and pajamas. With a, with a hairnet. I mean, you immediately call a psychiatrist. He said, it's like a bride who had forgotten. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. So we must do everything to avoid hell. Hallelujah. And I was sharing that the reason why people go to hell Okay, the reason why people backslide, backslide. Okay, you are here, but you've gone back. One of the, the first was shallowness. You remember? You must be. You see, you must be deep in Christ 
You must know God for yourself. If you don't know God for yourself, some things will take you off. Hallelujah. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people, their Christianity is by somebody else. But you must know God for yourself. You must have a personal relationship with God. You must have your personal quiet time. You see, that's what happened to Israel. Moses knew God, but the people did not know God. That is why when Moses went to the mountain to go and bring the commandments, by the time he came, the people have made for themselves a golden calf. A lot of Christians nowadays, they don't know God. They know God through their pastor. But when you know God only through a pastor, when the pastor makes a mistake, you will backslide. Hallelujah. You must know God personally. Paul said, Paul said, follow me, follow me. As I follow who? I said, follow me as I follow who? I said, follow me as I follow who? Yeah. Now, think about it carefully. Follow me as I follow what? Have you thought about it deeply? That it means that you, who is following me, you must know who Christ is like. Because if you don't know who Christ is like, how would you know that I'm following Christ? Have you thought about it? So if I say, follow me to New Jersey. If I say, follow me to New Jersey, it means that you must have an idea where New Jersey is. So when we got on the turnpike and you see me, you say, well, I want to go to New Jersey. I say, okay, follow me, I'm going to New Jersey. You say you want to go to Jersey. I say, okay, follow me, I'm going to New Jersey. Then when you get on the turnpike and you see me going on the turnpike north, if you don't know New Jersey, you will follow me. And by the time you realize you are in Connecticut, but because you know New Jersey, you say, ah, I said I want to go to New Jersey, but you are not going to New Jersey. Because this is not the way. So Paul, so Paul said, follow me. It's important to follow. No, it's very important to follow your pastor, your leader. But more importantly, you must know Christ so that when there's a deviation, you will not follow. Because if you know Christ, you will not let anybody bath you. If you know Christ for yourself, you know that the pastor bathed you. That there are a lot of demons in you. Come, let me bath you. And then an old, a mature woman with full breast, another man is bathing you. <laughs> if you know Christ, why should somebody else bath you? I mean, mature woman like you, grown up woman. Nah. Hallelujah. And you see, and another reason, you see, and if you don't know, God for yourself. Even sometimes you see, you, your faith is linked to somebody. So the day the person is not there, you backslide. Mo, the people of Israel, their faith was linked with Moses. The day Moses left, they backslide. If everything that you do is based on, you don't know God for yourself. The day you travel to a place where the pastor is not there, what will happen to you? Hallelujah. So they are shallow. Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't be shallow. Say, don't be shallow. Know God for yourself. Hallelujah. Then what is the next reason why people backslide? I preach. Huh? Give me the reasons. Lust or loving the well. 
Christians who love the world. You say you are born again, but you have a strong desire for the world. You say, for Demas, for Demas have forsaken me, having loved this world. You say you are a Christian, but you still have a lot of worldly attitude. You say you are, look, you say you are a married woman, a married Christian woman, but all your friends are unbelievers. How can you be a good Christian? You say you are a married Christian woman. Well, all your friends are unbelievers. So, when you come to the Bible and it's preaching, wives submit to unto your own husbands. But when you go to your friends, they'll say, nonsense. Which submission? No wonder you, are, you backslide. Hallelujah. Don't love the world. Amen. Haven't loved the world. He said, for Demas had forsaken me. Haven't loved the world. A strong desire. A strong desire for the things of the world. A strong desire. Now, if any man be in Christ, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, if any man be in Christ, he is what? I say he is what? I say he is what? Behold, all things have what? Passed away. If you have changed, change. Tell your neighbor, if you have changed, change. Say, if you have changed, change. Yeah. Change. That's why we sang that song. The things I used to do, I do them no more. You cannot still be a Christian. You are still watching the same movie, having the same friends, doing the same things, smoking the same thing, drinking the same thing, reading the same books. No. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Hallelujah, yeah. If you've changed, change. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you, getting, are you understanding the teaching? Yeah. That's what people backslide. People say they have changed, but they haven't changed. You see, they still have connections. Uh, cut it off. Change your friends. Change your behavior. Change your if you if you want to remain a Christian, because you see it was the mixed multitude that said, "Let us go back to Egypt." That said, the mixed when they left Egypt, the mixed multitude keep on crying that let us go back. But if you have changed, change. If you are saved, be saved. If you are born again, be born again. Be able to say that I used to be like this, but I'm no longer like this. The things I used to do, I do them no more. That's Christianity. Hallelujah. Don't hold on. Hallelujah. Wonderful. That's what, I, that's what I told you last week, right? Okay. Number three, bitterness. Oh, we talk about bitterness. Very good. Bitterness. Bitter. Being bitter. I say being bitter. It's also a reason why people backslide. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. Hebrews 12, 15. It said, look diligently. Okay? The word diligent means carefully. Okay? Carefully. Don't gloss over it. You see, the reason why a lot of us don't pass our exams is because we don't study diligently. You just look over the book. No, no, you will fail. 
Are you hearing me? There's a difference between reading a storybook and studying for an exam. When you are studying for an exam, don't do it like a storybook. I'm preaching to you. Okay? Don't, don't study for an exam like we are reading the storybook. So those of you who are going to write the age exam, see, the age exam is different. <laughs> There's a reason why we said 60 questions for one hour. We know what we are talking about. <laughs> so it's not for the casual browser. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says, it says, but looking diligently, it's like look carefully. Look with attention. Lest any man fail. Fail of the grace of God. You fail. You fail the grace of God test. You fail it because you didn't look diligently. That's what I'm saying. The reason why people fail is that they don't look diligently. You didn't look at that chemistry book question carefully. You didn't look at the math diligently. That's why you fail. He says, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness, you see, any root of bitterness sprinkle up, trouble you, and thereby, and thereby many be defiled. Lest any root. Bible says, look carefully. Look carefully, so you don't feel, you don't feel the grace of God. Why, why don't you have to feel the grace of God? Because the Bible says it is by grace. It is by grace through faith. That you are saved. Salvation comes by grace. Salvation comes by grace. So when you don't look carefully, and one of the things that can take, make you feel the grace is bitterness. I'm preaching to you. Bitterness. Bitter. You be, the Bible says when you are bitter, it troubles you. Okay? It troubles you. It disturbs you. And because of the bitterness... You fall, you feel the grace. The very thing that brought your salvation. And bitterness simply means bitter. Okay? It means you are what? It means you are what? It means you are what? Bitter. Okay? Now, why do people become bitter? Why do people, you see, that's why I say look diligently. Why do people become bitter? Sometimes people are bitter because somebody hates you. Somebody hates you. And what the person did was not right. What the person did was not right. The person did not treat you well. And what the person did was wrong. You have every reason to be angry. You have a good case. You have a real good case. It was not fair. And, and what is even more painful, the person is in the church. You wish it was done to you outside the church. But inside the church. So you are so hurt. You say to yourself, I'm out. That's a good one. Like somebody said, like somebody said, like somebody said, 
this is the way brothers can treat, then you don't need an enemy. Referring to the story of Joseph. He said, if your brothers can sell you, then you don't need an enemy. If your brothers can sell you, then you don't need an enemy. Yeah. Your own brothers can sell you. <laughs> you don't need an enemy. Yeah. And that's what makes people bitter. Because if people in the church can hate you and betray you, then you don't need an unbeliever. And so out of that hate and that pain, you live. But mind you, don't forget that the hate and the pain, it will destroy you. One of the, one of the greatest assets, you see, every time, you see, there's nothing new under the sun. Joseph had every reason to be bitter. Listen to me. When your brothers sell you, it's not as you. Same mother, same father. Any different mothers you can understand, but it's the same mother, same father. Then they sell you. And they come and tell your father that a lion has eaten you up. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, I wonder how many of us can forgive our brother if you find out your brother. Some of you will tell her, listen to me. From what you did to me, even if I die, don't show up. As if you have a power to control people. <laughs> As if, as if you have power to control who comes to your funeral. But I've heard it before. I've heard a man who said, yo! And somebody turned their wrist and said, you are no longer my brother or my sister. I don't even want to see you at my funeral. See him at your funeral. How can you see somebody? <laughs> yeah. Is somebody hearing me? Better! You see, but Joseph, his rise, you see, his rise to promotion, his rise to doing well was that even though he was maltreated, he had the capacity to forgive his brothers. Yeah, that's the difference. Why do I know that? Why do I know? Look, when his brothers came, they were afraid of when his brothers realized that it was Joseph who is not the prime minister. You see, as somebody said, the evil that men do <laughs> goes, I don't know what else is in the Bible, but the evil that men do, it's in Caesar, eh? the evil that men do, is a wise saying, follows after them. I am sure when they saw Joseph, they say, yeah! Now we are dead, man. You see, they are all evil. But what they didn't know was that he had the capacity to forgive. I said, what they did not, Joseph had the capacity to forgive. See, and that is why he was not destroyed. Hallelujah. So bitterness, yes, from hate. And sometimes, you see, bitterness comes from hate. That is one. Another reason why people are, people are also bitter is disappointment. Disappointment. See, sometimes when people are expecting to become something and they don't become, they become very bitter. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's true. They had a, 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 something to achieve. And as the years are rolling by and they see that they couldn't achieve, then they are very bitter and they are very nasty. 
that's, that's why we call them grumpy old men. You are grumpy. <laughs> yeah, you are grumpy. Because you are bitter. You had a dream to own a certain house. But as the years have gone by, you didn't own So you become bitter. And then when you see people who have achieved that, instead of being happy for them, cynical. Cynical. Bitter. The father, you see, your child didn't do what you, you had a dream to, for a child to do, but your child didn't do it. Then somebody's child does it. Then you are bitter. Then you pass comments. Me or that. What is that? Shame. You are bitter. You are bitter. <laughs> I say you are bitter. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you are so cynical. You are bitter. You are snappy. You are bitter. Some women are bitter because you know, see, the fact that you did not get married does not mean that when people get married, you should not celebrate with them. Don't be bitter. What? What? Oh, oh, are bitter. All that. No, no, no. Oh, don't mind them. They are all suffering in their homes. Who says so? <laughs> Who told you? No, 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 no. You see. There is something, you see, the grace to grow up. You see, is that thing, everybody, you must pray for that thing. Because this, I'm preaching to real life things. You see, the grace to grow up, not having something and still being a happy person, it comes from God. It comes from God. Pray, and pray for that. Pray for that. Because, you see, what you realize that even though you did not achieve a certain target, Relatively, God has blessed you. I said, relatively, God has blessed you. If you were to compare yourself to another, you are also highly blessed. Yeah. So true. If you look in your life, you find that no, you are not bad at all. You find that you are not bad at all. Yeah. The grace. So pray for that grace. Pray for that grace that. Even as you age in life, you will not be bitter and you will not be jealous. And you will be content with your life. I'm preaching to you. That, and that you will be content with your life. Because Charlie, at the end of the day, you are not bad at all. I say at the end of the day, you are not bad at all. Tell your neighbor you are not bad at all. At all. No, 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 no. Tell the person, even the father you are in New York. Tell the person, even the father you are in New York. That means that you are not bad at all. <laughs> if you don't know, do you know the number of people who want to come to New York? I said, do you know the number of who are dying to come to New York? You are forgotten. Go back to where you came from and look at the embassy. The line that is there. There are people who are killing at the embassy. Fasting and praying. And then you are here and you think you are not blessed. Tell your neighbor, you are not bad at all. I'm 
preaching to you. You drink, you, you, have, you have access to fresh milk. Even though it gives you diarrhea, at least you have access to it. <laughs> you have access to hot water. Even water alone. If you look, everybody can tell us something about it. The, the part of the world that have no good drinking water. And that's what it does, isn't it? Most of the world have, don't have no good drinking water. You turn on the tap and water comes. Huh? Yeah. You are not bad at all. I say you are not bad at all. I say you are not bad at all. Yeah. So don't be bitter. God has been good. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be bitter at all. Yeah. Hallelujah. Lest a root of bitterness, the Bible says, will destroy you. So don't be bitter. See, have that grace. You see me? You see, even, even growing up, I remember even growing up, even growing up, I had my father's brother, I had, we had, I had one uncle. Even though he was not the most prosperous of uncles, we all used to like to go into him. Because he was a happy, he was, he was, a, he was a happy old guy. Jolly. So all the children, all the, all the children like going to him. You, oh, you sometimes go and visit when we're kids, when you go and visit, you buy you a soccer ball. Oh, are you just oh come? Even though he was, he was not wealthy, he'll give you a soccer ball. Come and get it. So everybody liked him. But I had another uncle too who was bitter. And he he, he, he was even relatively richer than this one. So you see, it's not what you have, it's your heart. Hallelujah. Yeah. Wonderful. So, and, see, and that's why people get, that's why people backslide. Because you are hurting the church. See, and look, I can guarantee you one thing. One of the places that you can be hurt is in the church. Because the church is a family. And in, in, one of the characteristics of family is hurt. It's, it's every family, even your, even your biological family. When you meet, don't you see there's always somebody, somebody causing trouble? But that doesn't mean that the person ceases to be your cousin or your brother. It's one part of it. Hallelujah. So that's, that, that's, that's why the word is diligently. Look carefully. Because this thing, you see, the fact that you have to be careful about it means that this thing can destroy you. Hallelujah. So every time you are hurt, remember that the objective is to destroy you. Yeah. The blueness of a wound drives away evil. Every time you are hurt, remember that. That this thing is meant to destroy you. Hallelujah. That is why you must have a free spirit, easygoing. No problem. No big deal. Akuna Matata, we are all moving on. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. A few, let me finish my sermon today. A few more reasons why people backslide. Okay. 
another bitterness, okay? Don't be bitter. Another cause of backsliding is this is very interesting, you know, sin. Hallelujah. Sin. Sinfulness. You see, you cannot be a Christian and still indulge in sin. Hallelujah. You will backslide one day. You will leave the faith one day. In Proverbs chapter 1, verse 10. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 10. It says, my son, my son, if sinners entice thee, concern thou not. He said, my son, what? If sinners, what? Once again, you see, when you read the Bible, think about it carefully. He didn't say, my son, if sinners invite you. The word is what? I said, the word is what? I said, the word is what? What is entice? What to tempt? What does it also mean? To lure. So, so think about it carefully. So think about it carefully. It means that when sinners come your way, they will give you something that looks attractive. Because nobody will follow something that is ugly. So, you know, there's a, so the fact that, is it, is it, because, is it, if sinners entice thee, the word is enticement. It means Satan comes to you as a Christian that there's something nice out there. Young people, I'm talking to you. It's like, mm, there's more fun out there, you know. This church is boring. Every day prayer meeting, ain't boring. Girl, you need a boyfriend, you need a boyfriend, it's nice. There's nothing wrong with it. Everybody in school has a boyfriend. What's the big deal? You need somebody. You need somebody. No, you're too dull, man. You're too dull. You got to live a little. Entice. And, and they make you look like, they make you sound like you are missing something. You're wasting your youth, your time. What, 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 is the, what is the use of a beautiful gift if it cannot be unwrapped? <laughs> of what use is a beautiful gift if you cannot unwrap it? And then you too, it enters your head. I'm a beautiful gift. And the word is entice. Entice. Draw you. You see? But, but, but your brain must be bigger than a fish. I say your brain must be what? Bigger than a fish. At least I expect you to be, your brain to be bigger than a fish. Because the reason why we catch fish the reason why we catch fish is we entice them. 
when you go and you go to fishing, you put a worm on the hook and then you throw it in the water. And the fish whose brain is small, all that he sees is a worm, which sounds, looks good for it to eat. So you see the fish with its little mouth. Because the fish cannot think far. If the fish was to think far, he would see that beyond the, beyond the, the worm, there's a rope. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? But the fish does not see the rope. If the fish was to think far, he would notice that worms don't live in water. So how come I'm seeing a worm? <laughs> Because, yes, so the, fame does, the, the fish does not, does not think far. It only sees a worm. But if you were to think far, you can see that ah, there is something hanging on the worm. And then if you follow that rope, you come out, then you see that there's a rod at the end of the rope. And then when you go beyond the end of the rope, you will see that there is a man. <laughs> there is a man. So, as you, the fish, you are seeing the worm as the dinner. There is some, a man who is also seeing you as dinner. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. Yeah. But because your brain it's a fish brain. May your brain be bigger than a fish. May sinners not be able to entice you. Because what you do, you think you have gotten something delicious. There is a man at the end of the other side. You think, you think that it's nice. You think that they are helping you. You think that they are blessing you. There is a man, there is an evil, there is the devil at the end of the rope. The, the devil is the, the, the real person at the end of the rope is the devil. What you are seeing as nice is just a bit. Satan is at the end. At the end of the day, he, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look, if it looks too good to be true, okay, if it looks too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. Let nothingness entice you. Let's, I'm, I'm preaching to you, let nothingness, that's the word is entice. Hallelujah. Always think, you see, your brain must be bigger than the brain of a fish. Yeah. Hallelujah. Think carefully. Think carefully. Hallelujah. Yeah, entice. If sinners entice thee, consent not. Amen. Some of us are easily, we easily fall into sin. Amen. Yep. And it's the same thing as foolishness. Sometimes you are foolish. That's why you backslide. Yeah, sometimes you are foolish. 
You don't think deep. Proverbs, Proverbs 14, 9. It says, fools, fools make a mock at sin. You are a fool. You are mocking at sin. Not knowing, you see, you are mocking at sin. You, are, you see, you are a fool because it is dangerous. It can trap you. Fools mock at sin. Oh, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's only a business lunch. No, it's not. Oh, it's, it's, he said, it's, 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 uh, um, it's okay. He said, uh, we are only going to watch a movie. No, it's not only a movie. Fools mock at sin. It's not only a movie. There is, at the end of the rope, there is a man who's waiting to fry you. <laughs> Am I preaching to you? I said, at the end of the rope, there's a man who's waiting to fry you. He has his frying pan, salt and pepper, everything ready. Yeah. But because you're a fool, mocks at him. Yeah. That's why you backslide. Yeah. Fools, mock at him. That's why I say, enti- consent not when sinners entice you. Because fools, that's what you are too fool. You are fool. You are too simple minded. Your brain is not bigger than the brain of a fish. Oh, but he said, he, he, he said, I mean, he just wants to help me. Hey, there, there's nothing wrong if somebody wants to help you. He said, uh, he, he said that um, um, uh, my rent is too much and uh, he has a, a two-bedroom apartment. So he said I can move him so we can share the rent. It doesn't matter. I mean, I mean after all, I mean, there are two bedrooms. Yeah, Reverend, I know he's a man and I'm a woman, but there are two bedrooms. Foo, 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 foo. Between the two bedrooms, there's not a concrete wall. It's only. <laughs> I mean, the two bedrooms are not separated by concrete. It's only a shit rock. And there's a common. There's a common living area, a common kitchen, and a common bathroom. And even the bedrooms have no lock. <laughs> Oh, okay. He said, no, 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 no. See, always think that at the end of the line, there's a man whose aim is to fry you, grill you. Fools. 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 Mock at sin. Ah, that's all it. Yeah, fool. Yeah. If it's one of the jobs that they offer you, it's a bait. And you have to pray that your, your eye will open. Yeah, some of the jobs are serious entrapment. The person has one aim to trap you. Yeah. Look. Oh, it doesn't matter. You don't have to pay it off now. Zero down. No down payment. Zero down. No interest. Is that, is that, is, is that, no interest for one year. 
Okay? No interest for one year. Zero down. Do you understand? And, and, and then after that, $100. Sign and drive. And then you too. A new car. Sign and drive. <laughs> what? You have not thought about it. If you want to think about it, what he's asking you to pay, by the time you get there, you are paid five times the price of the object. But if you, I'm, I'm preaching to you, but you don't think deep. Fools. So you, so you realize that by that agreement, you are bonded to the person for the next 60 months. Whether you are healthy or sick, he will demand it. And if you, if you want to know whether he will demand it, you want the default. You see how he come back for it. The same person was asking you, it's okay, it's a nice, smiling at you. The day you don't pay, you see another face. Yeah. Don't mock at it. Don't mock at it. Take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if, you see, I'll give you a lesson, a tip. If you think the person likes you, okay, the same person who is saying that, oh, it's nice, come for it, you don't have to pay, you go for it. And then call the same person, the same people, call them even two months later, that I want to pay it off, and see what they'll tell you sometimes. Suddenly, you don't have to. You know? So don't mock at it. Don't mock at it. Think carefully. Hallelujah. See, these are traps. These are traps. So let's think carefully. So you find that if you don't take care, your whole life you are in bondage. Yeah. Apostle Joe was telling us about somebody, uh, one, one brother. So sometimes God can deliver you. He bought a car. And he found actually he was struggling with the car payment. This was yesterday. Too much. It was killing him. Then he called the car company and said, I want to return the car. I said, you want to return what? <laughs> yeah. Want to return it? Not here. Did you read the contract? <laughs> yeah. So, like, literally he could not afford the car. So if, and, and, and the thing about the car is that once he gets out of worship, the value goes down. But he was a Christian brother, so he was praying for deliverance. So yesterday he was telling us, so one day he was driving and, he was driving and parked the car. He was like driving. And then somebody came to hit the back of the car. Boom! When he, he, he hit the boom! And he got out and checked himself. He said, Lord, I thank you for deliverance. <laughs> yes. Look what happened. Quickly, he called the insurance company. The car was total. Total. They gave him the money. As soon as he got the money, boom. He went to the finance company. How much? Oh, this. He actually got enough balance to go and buy a used 
car which was in good condition. He said, God. <laughs> he said, deliverance has come. He was telling us yesterday. May God deliver you from your debts. So, so, so sometimes not every accident that is caused by the devil. This was an accident caused by, by an angel. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, may God deliver you from all your debts. Deliver you from bondage. May you not become a servant. I said, may you not become a servant to evil. Amen. Are you blessed? Listen. He that endureth to the end shall be saved. Let no bitterness, no lust, no shallowness, no foolishness take you away from the kingdom. May you endure. May I see you in, in the heavenly Jerusalem. When, I, when we go to heaven, may, may I, oh, we made it. We made it finally. We are in the kingdom. I say, oh, I beg you, Charlie, you remember we made it. We we'll see Peter say, Chale. Peter say, what do you know about say Peter? Chale, I beg we hustle, but we are here. At the end of the day, I said, Rachel, you made it. Wow. Amaris, you made it. Wow. May we make it to heaven. May we not fall. I said, Mr. Arthur, do you remember? I said, Reverend, I remember. We made it. May I see you in the heavenly Jerusalem. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pray for yourself this morning that we shall make it to the new Jerusalem. Thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, thank you. Pray, pray for a few minutes, oh God, that you will not be enticed, that you will not be a fool. That bitter, pray against bitterness, pray against the spirit of bitterness, that God will give you the grace to forgive. The grace to walk in love, that you may not be bitter and be destroyed by the bitterness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sing it again, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, move me now. Move me now. And make my life whole again. Spirit, move over me. every eye closed and every head bowed. If you are here this morning, you are not born again. Like I said, look, hell is real and heaven is real. And the Bible said, what shall it profit a man? What shall it profit a man if this man gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? This morning you are here in this sanctuary 
and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, for a brief moment, I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Christ. There is room at the cross for you. There is room. There is always room. That is why God sent his son. Young or old? Male or female? That's why God sent his son. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You want to give your life to Christ? I'm going to give you an opportunity. Think about it. Think about it carefully. Think about it carefully. Hell, hell is real. And you don't want to go to hell. No, you don't want to go to hell. So if you are not saved, why don't you lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You want to be born again. I'm not talking about you going to church. You want to be born again. You must 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 be born again. Anybody this morning? Thank you. It's very important. Don't assume. Don't make any assumption. You want to be saved. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning for an opportunity to hear your word. It is my prayer that none shall perish and go to hell. May the blood of Jesus not go to waste in our life and in our community. May the blood not go to waste among our family members. May they all benefit from salvation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.